Quick little PSA. Um, when I sign off the podcast about 30 minutes in, don't leave just yet because I forgot to record my uh, Super Bowl and playoff predictions. So that comes with about four-ish, five minutes left in the pod. So don't leave. Stay to listen to that. Hope you guys enjoy it. Deuces. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Gang Green Talk. I'm your host, Nick Monjovi. Um, no episode last week due to the fact, well, uh, couldn't really, I didn't really have time to make, uh, record an episode, and, um, the game didn't matter. It just, the game just didn't matter. So I thought, well, I'm not, I don't, I can't, I'm not gonna force an episode out, make it all shitty. Because I didn't want to just force random content out. That's not going to be good. So I was like, well, wait a week for playoffs. So here we are. Um, week 18. Had my worst week of picks. But from the record that I have on record, I won 172-83-1 on the year. Which is really, really good. Um, I went 9-7, though. It's my worst week I had all year. I don't think I, other than that I lost... More than six games in a week, so bad week for me. But we got some wild, we got some wild card picks this week. So um, this episode, we're gonna talk about wild card. We're gonna do a real Super Bowl prediction now. I know about five ish weeks ago, I made one, but that's going out the window. I'm never picking Dallas ever again. I don't know what was going through my head with that. So we'll do wild card predictions, playoff prediction. And then we'll talk about DeAndre Hopkins with the Jets, but possible scenario, um, and the quarterback um, options. Next week will probably be more playoff stuff, and then any more news that comes out about the Jets. Oh, and we'll talk about offensive coordinator too as well this week. And next week, and basically until we sign one, we'll be talking about everything Jets as well. So let's get into the playoffs. Seattle at San Fran today at 4.30, which is an hour and a half from right now. I got San Fran. Uh, I think San Fran's going to kill them. Seattle, I don't – they're the worst team. They're one of the worst teams in the playoffs right now in all, in the, in the, between AFC and NFC. I'm not a huge fan. San Fran's defense is going to be too much, and I don't know if they can stop San Fran either. So I'm taking San Fran. Chargers at Jacksonville tonight. Gonna be honest, I'm torn still. Um, personally, I think it's better for the organization if the Chargers lose today, because last week when they started all their starters, Mike Williams is now out for the game, and that's a fireable offense. I think if they lose tonight, not only do they lose, but if they also they end up getting killed, they should fire Brandon Staley and go after Sean Payton. That's what I believe that they should do, because they get Sean Payton, they might win the Super Bowl next year. That's how good of a coach he is. Brandon Staley, it's a fireable offense for starting your starters last week. And not only you start him for a quarter or a half, but the entire game, and you still lose, not a good look. Jacksonville running hot right now. The defense is playing a little bit better. Trevor's got to go show out. Um, I got Jacksonville at home. I was torn, but I'm going to go with Jacksonville. I'm not 100% confident on it, but I'm going to go Jacksonville. 
Buffalo hosting Miami. I got Buffalo. Even if they had two, I'm still going Buffalo. Demar Hamlin wouldn't be surprised if he's at the game. They're gonna get fired up. I I, I just don't see him losing Miami at home in January. Uh, Giants at Minnesota tomorrow at 4:30. Still torn. I know Minnesota is not gonna have a lot of their offensive line. Giants are getting healthy at the right time. I do like Coach of the Year Brian Dayball. I'm, but like I don't know if they will to stop Minnesota offense as much. I really don't. I don't know. Minnesota's defense is bad, but they're eleven and zero in one score games this year. Uh, it's not one score. They're uh, two and four. I don't think the Giants are gonna be able to put up that much, that many points. It's gonna be a one score game. I'm taking Minnesota. Cincinnati hosting Baltimore. I got Cincinnati. No Lamar. I'll, I mean, even if they did, I'd still take Cincinnati. Uh, Tampa Bay hosting Dallas. Uh, wow, I have all the home teams winning. That's crazy. I got Tampa Bay. Even though Jacksonville is technically an underdog here, they are the home team, but it is a dog. So they will be winning that game. And the other four seed, but they're still an underdog. I got Tampa, though, against Dallas. Brady 7-0 against the Cowboys. Dak's just going to throw Tampa Bay the ball. And Tampa Bay's really just going to win the field position game there. And I don't see Dallas winning. I just don't. I got Tampa. So I got San Fran over Seattle, Jacksonville over the Chargers, Buffalo over Miami, Minnesota over the Giants, Cincinnati over Baltimore, and Tampa Bay over Dallas. Those are my picks for this week. Um, if any of you guys aren't Jets fans and you're listening, uh, and, you're, uh, and your team's in the playoffs, good luck this week. Mm, so yeah, there's that. Um, I guess we'll go over the Mike LaFleur firing. Now... Um, so, mixed opinions, okay? I'm going to be honest, mixed opinions. Here, here, here's, here's my initial thought. Let's go, I'm hype, Michael Ford's gone, he's horrible. Then, I let the emotions die down. I really thought about it. I wouldn't mind keeping him around if he kind of demoted him to like offensive assistant or me. Me, you made up some role to keep him on the staff, and then you brought in a guy like what's his name? Bevel, I think his name is. Um, fuck, what's his name? I can't. Daryl Bevel, I think his name is. The quarterback's coach of the Miami Dolphins. I think that's who I'm thinking of. I think that's the guy we're talking about here. And now I have to go look at my previous stories because I posted on my Instagram story, gangreen.capital, if you're not following me over there. Quick little plug. Um, damn it, Instagram load. Whatever. I'm pretty sure it's Daryl Bevel, though. Pretty sure that's his name. Now, I, I I, could be wrong. I could be. But I don't think I am. Because when am I ever wrong, right? Always right. Um, Daryl Bevel. Where is it? Sorry, I'm looking. Oh, uh, Yeah, it, it is Daryl Bevel. He's the Dolphins quarterback, slash, quarterback coach slash passion coordinator. 
53 years old. I want an older guy that's been here, done that. I do like him a lot. Now, if you kept LaFleur and brought him in to have him learn, that would be good too because he was under Mike McDaniel bevel. LaFleur was in San Fran when McDaniel was there. So, there's that. I do like that. Um, you can also go with Garrett Kubiak, but I doubt it. Um, I like... Um, what's his face? Why am I blanking on a name? What's his name? God damn it. What's his name? Obviously, you don't know what I'm saying. Because I like Frank Reich. I do. And I like Bill O'Brien. I do like them both as well a lot. Frank Reich had the ties to Joe Douglas when they won the Super Bowl in 2019, I believe, with the Eagles. And then Frank Reich went to go coach the Indianapolis Colts right after that. Um, Gary Kubiak has a good track record. Bill O'Brien has a good track record as offensive coordinator, as a head coach, won some playoff games with the Texans. Roster was never really that good. He, he kind of made Matt Schaub look good. Um, Nathaniel Hackett, I mean, offense looked good, but when you have Devontae Adams and Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay, it's kind of hard for an offense not to look good. But... And I know everyone's worried about the Denver scenario where it just kind of like fell apart and they looked like shit all year. But I really don't know whose fault that was. I'm going to be honest. Don't really know. <sighs> but I wouldn't mind it. Is that my first choice? But yeah, I wouldn't mind it. Um, and then I saw some names floating yesterday that just did not make me happy. And one of them was, please tell me I saved it. Please tell me I saved this. Damn it. Um, Gangrene. Please tell me Gangrene Central posted this. Because I don't know where it is. Gonna keep it a buck. I have no idea where it is. Alright, I can't find it. But it was like the Patriots tight end coach. He's never called plays in his life. I'm not a fan. I'm really not a fan at all of that one. Um, they better not do that. They better not bring in the Patriots tight end coach who's been there since, what, 2017? And um, he was there. Oh, it was Nick Cayley. He hasn't done anything. He was there with Gronk, but Gronk was already a bonafide star, arguably the greatest tight end of all time, definitely the most dominant tight end of all time before he even got there. So it's not like he bred Rob Gronkowski. If he did, well, then maybe we'd think about it. But I think that's kind of ridiculous. I don't mind Hackett, but Darryl Bevel is my number one. And not, not enough information has come out yet on offensive coordinators because I think we're still, we're still kind of waiting on who's not going to get a head coaching job, who's not going to get a um a coordinator, a coordinator job like Brian Johnson, the quarterback's coach of the Eagles. I wouldn't mind him either. Jalen Hurts looked really, really good this year. Probably second in MVP voting. Um, I like him a lot too, Brian Johnson. I believe that's his name. If I'm messing that up, let me know. I don't think I am though. Um, so yeah, I would like him a lot too. But definitely Daryl Bevel is my number one. Oh, Cliff Kingsbury too. I would not mind him at all either. Would love to bring him in. So, but yeah, I, I and uh, Salah said they're not gonna go for the same West Coast scheme that he brought Lafleur basically over to do. 
it's kind of just going to be whoever blows them away in an interview. They're open to every possibility, whether that's power run, zone run, west coast, uh, what wh- whatever they want to do. If they want to air it out more, they can. If they don't, if they want to run the ball more, they can. They're open to every possible scenario just to make this team the best that they can possibly be. They're not just going to – they're not set in stone on west coast, even though I wouldn't mind being set in stone on west coast because a lot of the really good teams in the NFL are west coast. They could run spread offense if they want. They could run, like, trips if they want to do that type of stuff. But trips is kind of in West Coast as well. Spread is in West Coast a little bit too, not as much. But they want to stick with those specifically. They have to go get somebody else. I don't know. I don't really know what they're trying to do. I think they're just going with the flow, seeing who's really interested. They're going to interview who they really like. And really just go with the guy that blows them away in the uh, interviews. And that's all you can really ask for. Apparently to them. It's all, it's all they really got. Um, Devontae Adams. Not Devontae Adams. DeAndre Hopkins. Report came out during the week that uh, the Cardinals are going to trade. At least attempt to trade Devontae, uh, De- DeAndre Hopkins. Sorry, I keep saying Devontae Adams. DeAndre Hopkins this offseason. Now, if we go to our little buddy spot track, we get to look at the contract. Now, a lot of people say, oh, Hopkins' contract is really bad. Well, it is if you don't know how to look at a contract. So, let's look at it. Um, He's set to make $19.4 million in 2023 and then $14.9 in 2024. He'll be 32 by the time his contract ends. He's a UFA in 2025. Now, he has... Hold on. I gotta, I gotta look this over again. About $5 million-ish in dead cap. Sorry, he's signing most is 5.5, which he's got from the Cardinals. The 2020... The $22.6 million dead cap will help us here. If we trade him, if, if the Cardinals trade him before June 1st, which is the new NFL calendar year, the dead cap is $22.6 million. The 2023 cap savings is 8.1 for them. If they trade him post June 1st, the dead cap is 11.3. In 2023 and in 2024, and then they say in the cap savings in 23 is 19.4. So what does that mean? What does that mean? Here we go. If the Jets were to include Corey Davis in the deal for DeAndre Hopkins, and then also trade a guy like John Franklin Myers elsewhere, DeAndre Hopkins' contract is basically free because of what the other two make. So let's look at Corey Davis. And John Jeff, we're going to do Corey Davis first. Corey Davis makes $10 million this year. And he's a free agent in 2024. $10.5 million. Take that out. And D-Hop's down to like three-ish. So if you just want to do David, if you just want to do D-Hop, you're about three to $5 million loan for D-Hop. Now if you go to John Franklin Myers... We have 
11.4 this year, 13.3 next year, 14.3 in 2025, and in 2026 he becomes a free agent at the age of 30. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. They don't really save much if they trade him post uh, June 1st. That's why the trade will probably get done pre-June 1st because of the money that they will save. Both of them won't be in the deal. If they're both in the deal, that's all they're getting. Maybe a seventh-round pick. We might get a third-round pick back. If D hop in third for JFM and Corey Davis, you might get a third-round pick back for that. Because, again, we might have to give D hop a long-term deal. John Franken Myers isn't worth the contract he's getting. He's really not. How many stats do you have this year? Three and a half. That's it. 19 tackles. Any tackles for a loss? How many? Doesn't say it here. I'm sure you had a few. He's making his contract that he originally signed was four years, $55 million. And the most sacks he's ever had in a season was six with the Jets. In 2021. Sorry, he had five sacks this year. Not that that's a lot at all. Played 16 games. He's not that good at all. When you have a guy like Bryce Huff, who's significantly better than him on the roster, but is a free agent this year, you cannot let him hit free agency. He's only going to make like, I don't know. He had, he had three and a half sats this year. Yeah. The amount of times I've seen this man get hold, uh, get, get held on a play is ridiculous. Honestly, he's not going to make a lot of money. He's not. At all. Bryce Huff. But you can't let a guy like this at 24 years old hit free agency. If, if you watch the games and see what he does, you cannot let him hit free agency. He will go crazy. He's an RFA, though. He's restricted. But they have to find a way to get a deal done with him. They can do three years. A three-year prove-it deal. And just see how it goes. But DeAndre Hopkins' trade is not out of the realm of possibility. Now, let's get to the quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers. I'll start with you first, buddy. A lot of money you're going to be making this year. Um, He's a 59... Sorry, he's a... Oh my god, his contract is ridiculous. He's a free... He's in the UFA in 2025. Next year, it's a $40 million cap hit. In 2025, it's a almost $60 million cap hit. And in 2026, it's a $53 million cap hit. Realistically, no team is going to want to pay this. You can do it for a year. Restructure the share of his contract. Do a bonus, signing bonus, whatever. It's because of the option. It's $30 million options. He's not going to turn those down. He's just not going to. It's too much money. To turn down. I know he wants to win still. But it doesn't look like. He's in return. If you look at. What um. He says you know. He's going to step away from the game for a little while. Think about. All of his options. He's going to weigh all his options. Whatever. He's going to think about it. He's going to come back. He's going to reassess. And. Let you know in a couple months. Whatever. His same bullshit. He's going to drag it out. Let the media go crazy about him. He'll come back and be like, oh, hey, I'm ready. 
I'm either going to play, I'm going to retire, or I'm going to press a trade. That's it. I f- personally, I feel like he just might retire. The way he, he looked at the game, kind of looked like he was soaking in the moment, kind of looked like he was gone. Let's go to Tom Brady, right? The GOAT. He was a thirty. He was a forty-seven million dollar cap hit in twenty twenty-two. Technically, he's a UFA. In this year, in twenty twenty-three, um, he'd be a thirty-five million dollar cap hit, but he's a free agent, so it doesn't really matter. He wants to win, clearly, still, and he's still playing. Like he still got some stuff left in the tank. He's a one-year deal type of guy. You want to give him 40, give him 40, whatever. Build around him, offensive line, you're all good. That's where we're at with Tom Brady. Lamar Jackson is going to be in for a payday. Do you want to go that route? I'm not sure who really wants to go that route. I know a lot of fans do. He turned down a $200-something million, con- million dollar guaranteed contract. He's not going to get that now. He's had a lot of injuries. His career, mostly in like the, the leg area, he's having an issue with that. I don't like that either. He's gonna be in for about forty million dollars a year, forty fifty million dollars a year for Lamar. And as a passer, he's not all that. He's not an elite passer. Most yards he's ever thrown for in a season is thirty one hundred. With a sixty six percent completion percentage, which I'd take. 36 touchdowns, 6 picks that year. That was his MVP year, 2019. His second year in the league. But he also ran for 1,200 yards and 7 touchdowns. But he fumbles a lot, but he runs a lot, too. Even this year, in 12 games, he had a 764 rushing yards and 3 touchdowns, but 5 fumbles. He's one of the game's better players. He's not an elite passer. That's what I have against him. So I don't really know how I feel about it. Because the passing, we're not really, not, we're not really going to get it. He's, he's a below-average passer. He really is. And uh, he hasn't played a full season since his rookie year. In 2018. I'm sorry. That's not even true. He hasn't played a full season yet. He was a rookie. He only played the last seven games. They started the last seven. 2019. 15 games. He missed one. 2020, 15 games, missed one. 2021, played 12 out of 17. This year again, 12 out of 17. He's, he's, he's like, all right. He's, he's not worth the contract that he's going to get. But you know who is worth it? My boy over on the West Coast. His name's Derek Carr. Huge fan of him. Huge fan. You're, you're, you're guaranteed 20 to 25 touchdowns, 4,000 yards. And 10 picks from him. That's what you're guaranteed. Honestly, that's literally what you're guaranteed. About about 4,000 yards. I think with us, he'll finally have a defense in the top 20. Mind you, ours is top 5. But he'll get a top 20 defense for the first time in his career. And so those pick numbers are going to go down. The yards might go down. The touchdowns... Might go down too. You might be sitting at only twenty, but it might only be five picks. The yards might only be thirty five hundred. But guess what? If you throw thirty five hundred yards and twenty touchdowns and five picks, they might win the division. With that defense, that run game, they might win the division. 
I know his contract isn't the best, but there's an out of his contract. You can just cut him and just kind of like get away with it. But if they if the, if they can't find a trade partner, he's 35. If they can't find a trade partner, I'm sorry, he's 31. I don't know why I say he's 35. He's 31. If they can't find a trade partner, and they just gotta cut him, we give him what we want, what we think he deserves, and it won't be that much money. That the amount of amount of money he's getting, it really won't. They they signed him to an extension for the year started. Now they're trading him. Don't even understand what why they would do that, but that's what they're doing. They're gonna have to trade him before June first if they want to trade him. Because they'll save the most. Sorry, they'll save the most money that way. If they trade him for June first. But he's a thirty-four million dollar cap hit this year. It's a lot of money. It's less, it's less than the other three. What it's gonna be? I can tell you that. Jimmy G for me is not an option. I really don't like the way he plays. He gets hurt too much. I'm not a huge fan. He's really just mid. He's as mid as it gets. So if I had to rank I who I want in order, long term is is Lamar, but I'm not I'm not a huge Lamar guy. Anyone that knows me knows I'm really not a huge Lamar guy. So if I wanted win now, no money involved, win now. Rogers Brady car, Rogers Brady Lamar car. If I wanted win now, one year done. Rogers Brady, or Brady Brady Rogers Lamar Carr. If I wanted to be relevant for a few years and then win it all, two to three, be relevant and win it all in two to three. Lamar Carr Rogers Brady. If we're playing, if we're trying to be relevant for a long time. Obviously, it's Lamar again, same order, but. I think we have a better chance of winning a ring next year with Derek Carr than Lamar Jackson. And you might think I'm crazy, but I'm really not. Everyone's even saying it. Nick Wright on First Things First saying, oh, just get Derek Carr. They're going to be really good. He's going to flip them around because the team believes that they're, that, that they're a quarterback away. I agree. We're a quarterback away. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we gotta fix up the old line a little bit. Maybe we get one. We just gotta solidify spots. Back then, you gotta come back and you gotta play like you were before the injuries. You play like that, and you're our left tackle for the future. Boom, we're good. Lincoln Thompson, left guard. People hate him for no reason. Keeping him, center, Connor McGovern. I'm willing to bring him back for sure. Right guard, AVT. Right. Bring back Nate Irving too. Then at right tackle, I want Max Mitchell to be the guy. But if he can't be the guy. I wouldn't mind AVT being the right tackle, and then our right guard can be her big, and, and we're totally okay with that. That's a good offensive line. But Beckton's got to be really good. Dwayne Brown George Fan got to go. They both fucking suck. And then the guy's name that nobody can pronounce, I want him back too. Along with Matt Mitchell, obviously, because he's a rookie. He'll be back. That's how I feel with the offensive line. Now, the defense. A lot of people are saying Gary Carl Lawson. Um... He played with a torn something or other. He, oh, he, or he was supposed to get surgery. I mean, he got a second surgery again. He wasn't, like, really ready to play. 
and he had seven sats or whatever in the games that he played, whatever. He play, He looked so good, and he probably shouldn't have really played all year. And he played a lot of the games, and he had seven sats. So next year, if, when he's fully healthy, you know how good he's going to look? You cannot get rid of him. They like him a lot. I like him a lot. He's always pressuring the quarterback. You cannot get rid of him. If you want to get rid of a guy on the D-line, it's JFM. For the money that he makes, he's not even worth what he puts out on the field. He's not. Bryce Huff can do his job just as well. Oh, my God. Oh, sorry. I just thought I saw a Jet tweet, but it's nothing big. It's just talking about Michael Fleur and how the Jets allowed him to explore other options. Whatever. Who cares? So, yeah, that. JFM's got to go, in my opinion. Same thing with Corey Davis. Got to go. Then you got to bring in a receiver. The mock draft will be next week because I got to do some more work with that. I don't really know a lot of guys yet. I know if, I know a handful, and I, and, I, and I know the quarterbacks, obviously. Will Levis, CJ Stroud, and Bryce Young. I know two receivers that I really do like, and that's Quentin Johnson, the uh, 6'4 wide receiver at TCU, and then uh, Jackson something or other from Ohio State. Forget his whole name, but it's a long, weird name. From Ohio State. Dude's a dog. Played with Garrett Wilson last year. We'd love to bring him back together. He's really, really good. And where we are at 13, I think we can bag him. But yeah, next week, going to go over um, wildcard playoffs, then the divisional round, and then we'll sit down and talk about any Jets news that happened over the transpired over the last week and potential free agents and draft picks and I'll probably do a mock don't hold me accountable for it though I think we'll do a mock I'll do some work this week to figure out who I like and we'll get rolling baby Woody Johnson said it himself he's willing to spend big at the quarterback position to get a veteran you know what that means I think it's going to be Derek Carr personally that's who I think it's going to be um, and like I said before they're not set in stone on West Coast offense so Jimmy G stock just went down. Like, we don't really, I guess, like J- Jimmy G as much. They like him, but if they're not going to be married to the West Coast offense, they don't have to bring in Jimmy G anymore. So, it's going to be a long offseason, big offseason, very, very important. I'm excited for it. I think Joe Douglas is going to work his magic and. This team has a good chance to go to the playoffs in 2023 if they just get the quarterback situation figured out. So, hope you guys enjoyed. Enjoyed football in an hour. Catch you guys later. Deuces. So, I just realized that I forgot to do a Super Bowl prediction. Entire playoffs brackets prediction. Probably should have done that. So, here we are. We got in the AFC, obviously I have Bills, Bengals, and Jacksonville winning. The NFC, I got San Fran, Minnesota, Tampa winning their first games. So that's a Chiefs-Jacksonville divisional game and a Buffalo-Cincinnati divisional game. I got Kansas City beating Jacksonville. I mean, obviously, Kansas City is just going to run the table here. Buffalo hosting Cincinnati. With Cincinnati having those injuries to the offensive line and no Kappa, I don't know if that they can win the game, but... Buffalo, I'm not a huge fan of 
Josh Allen's red zone offense and the decisions he makes. Also, the team's inconsistency on both sides of the ball. I'm going to go ahead and take Cincinnati. I mean, they went to the Super Bowl last year with an offensive line. Why can't they do it again? So that's the Cincinnati-Kansas City AFC Championship game rematch. But I got Mahomes winning this one, you know? I don't think Mahomes is going to lose to them for the fourth time in a row in his career. Is it three or is it four? I don't know. It's three or four, whatever it is. It's not going to happen. I think it's four, though. Yeah, because they lost each other. The Chiefs lost to the Bengals in the regular season last year, then lost in the AFC Championship game, then lost them in the regular season this year. So, yeah, he's, he's going to win his first game against the Bengals in his career with Joe Barrow playing. And uh, they're going to go to the Super Bowl. In the NFC, it's going to be a Philly-Tampa Bay divisional round. I got Tampa Bay. Tom Brady is going to just roll through them in the playoffs. I don't really care. I don't like the way the Eagles have looked, even with Ertz playing as of late. They just don't look like the same dominant team that they have been all year, and their schedule is really easy. I don't see them beating Tampa Bay. San Fran hosting Minnesota. Minnesota, he had a, he has had a nice year, 13-4, but that comes to an end where you play. San Francisco, don't really score many points. So we got a San Francisco-Tampa Bay NFC Championship game, Brock Purdy and Tom Brady. I got the Niners. Um, I think the Niners are the best team in the NFL. Right now, the most complete team in the NFL, and I think Brock Purdy can help them get to the Super Bowl. He's not going to be the reason they get there, but he's not going to be the reason why they don't get there. Uh, Tampa Bay, their luck's just going to run out. They're not going to be able to run the ball, not that they really have been all year. Um, Tom Brady is just not going to have enough left in the tank for that defense in San Francisco, and Tampa Bay's defense is really bad. So I got San Fran winning that one, so it's a rematch of what's that? I'm sorry, the Eagles won in 2017. I said 2019 before, but it's 2017, I think. And then Niners-Chiefs was 2019, I think. So last year was Rams-Bengals. year before was Buccaneers-Chiefs. year before that was Chiefs-Niners, yeah. So, yeah, 2019, Chiefs-Niners. I could be getting the years messed up. Could be 2020, actually. 2019 season, but 2020 year was, yes, 2019 season, 2020 year was Chiefs, Niners, got a rematch of that. And uh, I got Kansas City. You know, the quarterback, that the player that wins the MVP has never won the Super Bowl, but Mahomes is the first to do everything, it seems like. So I'm taking Patrick Mahomes, the most talented quarterback of all time I've ever seen with my two eyes. I mean, I've never seen a quarterback do what he does with the football. Wait, it's he at stem plays, puts the ball wherever he wants. I mean, the last and the guy we saw before him was Aaron Rodgers. He's passing the torch down to Mahomes. And uh, Mahomes just looks like one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time already, and he's 27 years old. So, that being said, Chiefs not in the Super Bowl. I'm taking the Chiefs. Hate me if you want. DM me what you think your Super Bowl matchup's going to be, or I'll put up, I'll put a poll up on Instagram. Let me know. Follow me over there at Gang Green Capital. Gangreen.capital on Instagram, on Twitter. Follow me, Gangreen Cap. Hope you guys enjoyed. Deuces.